Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hello there, friends and faithful listeners. This is your host, Jen, with P40 Ministries Podcast. We are in a brand new chapter of the Bible this morning, and that would be Genesis chapter 28, and we will be reading verses 1 through 9. So turn with me to Genesis chapter 28, and let's read this passage of scripture. I will be reading out of the NLT version of the Bible this morning. But of course, you can read out of whatever version you usually read out of. Grab your cup of coffee, as I have mine right here in my adorable mug. My husband got me this um, mug that has a drawn picture of my dog on it, and it's adorable. I can't handle how cute it is. So I'm drinking coffee out of that today. (laughs) But grab your cup of coffee with me, and let's go ahead and start reading this chapter. So Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him, and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to Padan Aram, to the house of your grandfather Bethuel, and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughters. May God Almighty bless you and give you many children, and may your descendants multiply and become many nations. May God pass on to you and your descendants the blessings he promised to Abraham. May you own this land, where you are now living as a foreigner, for God gave this land to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padan Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, his mother's brother, the son of Bethuel the Armean. Esau knew that his father Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Padan Aram to find a wife, and that he had warned Jacob, you must not marry a Canaanite woman. He also knew that Jacob had obeyed his parents and gone to Padan Aram. It was now very clear to Esau that his father did not like the local Canaanite women. So Esau visited his uncle Ishmael's family and married one of Ishmael's daughters. In addition to the wives he already had, his new wife's name was Mahalath. She was the sister of Neboeth and the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. I'll just do a quick recap here just to remind everybody what happened. Jacob is the younger brother of Esau, and these two boys are twins, and they are Isaac and Rebekah's boys. Now, Jacob is a deceiver. He is a shady kind of person. He likes to con people, and so he cons his father into blessing him rather than blessing Esau. Now, typically, this blessing or this last will and testament, if you will, would go to the elder son. And this was typically supposed to go to Esau, but Jacob deceived his father and Isaac ended up blessing Jacob instead of Esau. Now Esau was super angry, infuriated actually, because now everything that Isaac has belongs to Jacob. You know, Esau didn't want the spiritual aspect of what this blessing entailed, but he did want the material possessions. So when he finds out that Jacob had taken these things from him, he becomes angry. So angry that he is plotting to kill Jacob after Isaac, their father, dies because Isaac's getting very old. But Rebecca, the mother, hears about Esau's plot to kill Jacob. 
And she goes to Isaac and says, let Jacob return to Padan Aram, which is where she used to live, and let him marry a woman from there because I hate these Canaanite women that live around here that Esau married. So now Isaac calls for Jacob in verse one here, and he ends up blessing him. It's kind of funny because Isaac did not want to bless Jacob initially. If you remember, he wanted to bless Esau because Esau was his favorite son. But after all of that happened and he got deceived and he ends up blessing Jacob anyway, he now is just allowing it to happen. So it says he blesses Jacob. Okay, so he's he's finally in line with God's plan, even though what Jacob did should never have happened. I mean, Isaac's a blind old man and plus he's Jacob's dad. Jacob never, ever should have deceived his father that way. That's lying. That's a sin. And I'm not saying that that is a good thing that Jacob did. But God used Jacob's sin to fulfill his purpose. You know, God can do that. God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God. And so God uses this this sin that Jacob does to fulfill his ultimate purpose. Now Isaac is realizing this, and he finally blesses Jacob. And in verse 3 and 4, he actually blesses Jacob the same way that God blessed Abraham. And he says the same things to, to Jacob, meaning that Isaac now understands that Jacob is the one who is supposed to fulfill God's promise to Abraham. It wasn't supposed to be Esau that fulfills this. And, you know, Esau was a wicked man. First off, he despised the birthright that he was given. Esau didn't want to be the spiritual leader. And that is what that birthright entailed. You know, it wasn't just material possessions, but it was also the fact that the birthright holder would have to be not only the spiritual leader, but also the clan leader. He would have to support and take care of every single person under his household, whether they were servants or his nieces and nephews or his cousins, whoever lived in that clan, he would have to support. It was almost like a chief. Like that's the best way I can put it. It would be like the birthright holder would become the chief. Esau didn't want that. He only wanted the material possession. So he despised his birthright. He sold it to Jacob. And then on top of this, he marries these Canaanite women, which he never should have married. First off, he married two women which was wrong. And secondly, he married Canaanite women. And these women were not in line with God's plan, you know, because they worshiped other gods and they weren't a part of God's promise. They weren't in that bloodline that Esau should have married out of if he wanted to continue God's blessing, the blessing that God had promised to Abraham. But Esau didn't care about any of that stuff. You know, he didn't care about God's plan or God's promises or what God wanted. He just wanted to do whatever he wanted. That is why this blessing ends up going to Jacob instead, because Jacob, at least, even though Jacob was a scoundrel, Jacob at least was in line with God's purposes and plans. And Jacob wanted that spiritual leader role that Esau despised. God understands this. So now this blessing is fully being given to Jacob. Isaac understands this as well. And finally, he blesses Jacob which is in line with God's plan. So he says, may God pass on to you and your descendants the blessings he promised to Abraham. So he's saying this to Jacob. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, for God gave this land to Abraham. 
So now Isaac is blessing Jacob in this way, whereas before he did want to bless Esau in this way because Esau was Isaac's favorite kid. So Isaac ends up sending Jacob away in verse 5, and Jacob goes to Padan Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, who was his mother's brother. So Esau catches wind of this and finally understands how much he screwed up if I'm being honest, because first off, he married these Canaanite women and he hears his father say this about these Canaanite women. And on top of this, he sees his father send Jacob away so that he doesn't end up marrying these Canaanite women. And Esau finally realizes, it says in verse eight, it was now very clear to Esau that his father did not like the local Canaanite women. Now Esau is just realizing this somehow. (laughs) It was kind of funny because I think in chapter 26, at the very end of the chapter, it says that the two women that Esau married made life miserable for Rebecca and for Isaac. So these women were making life miserable for Esau's parents for who knows how long. And now finally Esau is understanding how much these Canaanite women are displeasing his parents. <laughs> it's really funny what he does afterward. So Esau goes and visits his uncle Ishmael's family and marries one of Ishmael's daughters. So you remember everything with Ishmael, right? And how Ishmael is Isaac's half-brother, if you will. There was so much drama that happened in that family. I don't understand how Esau could think this is a good idea to go to his half-uncle Ishmael's house and marry one of Ishmael's daughters. But he thinks that somehow this is going to please his father. So this is what Esau does. He marries one of Ishmael's daughters. He takes her, as well as these other two women, these Canaanite women. So he thinks that this is going to appease his father. And I I don't understand how. I mean, he still is living with these Canaanite women. Those women aren't gone. They're still around. And yet he takes another wife from a very disputed issue that was happening in Isaac's family and marries her. And you know, this is just more proof of how far off Esau is from God's plan and purpose that he doesn't understand these issues, these problems that were happening in Abraham and Isaac's family. You know, he doesn't understand any of this. He doesn't care. This is how honestly stupid, (laughs) if I can't put it any other way, this is how stupid Esau really is that he, he just can't understand what is happening here. He's just so far away from everything that God wants. So he thinks that this is somehow going to appease his father. But of course, it it doesn't say if it does or doesn't, but I can't imagine that it was appeasing anything having to do with Esau's situation with his father. So to me, Genesis chapter 28, at least these first nine verses, are kind of all about how wicked Esau really is. That is what I take from these first nine verses of Genesis chapter 28. To me, this was a really interesting passage of scripture. I hope that you enjoyed it as well. And if you did, join me tomorrow at 6 a.m. and we will be talking about Matthew once again. And hopefully we'll be finishing up that chapter of Matthew. So join me 6 a.m. in the New Testament and we will discuss that. Now, friends, I'm going to ask that you go to my website, www.p40ministries.com shop. 
I've got some brand new items in the store that relate to Valentine's Day, so take a look at those. They're super cute in my opinion. I really like them. <laughs> so definitely check that out. That's an excellent way for you to support P40 Ministries and also get something really cute for yourself or for a family member. So I will drop a link to that in the bio of this podcast episode so you can easily navigate over there. As always, rate the podcast five stars. This episode five stars from whatever platform you are listening on. That will help this podcast get found by more people. And that is an excellent way and very easy way for you to spread the gospel even further. Now, as I say at the end of every single podcast episode, happy listening and God bless.